Hello and welcome to Should I Keep This, a podcast where I ask comedians to venture into their massive prop and costume collections to find an item that makes them ask, should I keep this? I'm your host, Samantha Russell, a 20-year sketch comedy veteran and a prop and costume hoarder extraordinaire. Uh, Today, my guest is Kate Thompson. She comes all the way from Los Angeles, California. She's performed sketch comedy on the East Coast, the West Coast, a few places in between. She's been a member of my sketch group, Goat Rodeo, Manny Petty, uh, the UCB team Clapback, and she's been featured in sketches on collegehumor.com. So welcome, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. I already said how excited I was, but I'll say it again. When you told me about this idea, I was like, this is perfect and made me like, just just like filled my heart with joy. Cause it's like, that. I guess that's, that's really the root of the problem too, right? Because I get so happy about the idea of this. <laughs> yeah. That's why I keep this shit, right? Like, yeah. That's why it, like it gives me like such positive memories that I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's the root of the problem. That is the problem. I think we all have just a bit of a sickness, but it's all yeah. like all of these things bring back such great memories. For or sure. Some, sometimes they're even not even great memories, but we're just like, well, I don't know. But I was what that if time. I perform that sketch again? Right. What if I perform it again. What if I need it for some sort of weird Halloween costume? I think of in seven years. That's really the thing. Is like so many props, at least it, between me and. My wife, Jessica, who also does does and did sketch comedy, we have so many props and so much stuff gets transferred to like the Halloween bin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, well, this works like, you know. And I have a coworker who like every year asks me like, oh, my daughters need Halloween costumes. Do you have something in the in the realm of this? And I've like loaned him costumes for his daughter. That's daughters. incredible. Yeah. You should start, you should make like a, like a, a business. House. Yeah. yeah. It should be like a rental. Like, I mean, once like sketch comedy starts back up, I would be like, cause at, like at least at, um, at UCB, that was almost like an official thing where they would have like a big warehouse like back when ucb sunset was open in los angeles it was just like a really big version of their other theater with like a big prop closet in the back that you were supposed to like keep everything labeled like this house sketch teams could like keep stuff back there and you'd get like a couple of buckets like big tupperware like bucket looking things yeah um and you're supposed to take stuff out in a timely manner but sometimes you'd go in there and be like fuck we don't have a trophy for the sketch we have yeah. to go find like a fucking bowling trophy or something and it, it would be back there so it was like that was really helpful so yeah. i don't know maybe you maybe, maybe you could i should start something. some sort of weird business or some I library just, system yeah but i feel like yeah. that's that's not the, the uh the sort of point of this podcast i feel like that's just I'm, me just renting i'm the worst person <laughs> if you're trying to clean stuff out you are talking to the wrong person because i'm like no you should start a big endeavor yeah. surrounding these things like it's ter- it's terrible no you probably should get rid of it but <laughs> whatever it is i don't even know yet but it's like you know i'm the worst person to ask because i'm like yay sketch <laughs> Uh, so how long have you been in comedy and uh, what got you into this? I was doing, I guess like I, I started really, really doing it at Bucks County Community College. I like okay. went there for art, but I saw there was like, I had to take a, I had to have like a full time semester thing to like keep the scholarship that I was on. 
and they had improv and I was like I just loved comedy I always loved comedy growing up I was obsessed with it I would like take notes during tv shows to like (laughs) put in my like um aim away messages and shit like that like I was I was like weird like I I would have notebooks full of like quotes from like just all kinds of stuff SNL that 70s show like I would have like all this I would take notes and like literally which is crazy to me uh but that's yeah I was just always obsessed with it and wanted to do it so bad I love that was like when like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were like super big on SNL when when I went to box and I was like but I'd always been obsessed with SNL I had like the fucking SNL like trivial pursuits and stuff like that like I was really into it so I think I was just like really scared to try it because I had never acted or anything all the like plays at my high school were all like musicals and I couldn't really sing so I was like well I guess that's not for me then I went to like this dumb catholic school that had like that was like it you know that was well my I think my high school did that too it was mostly musicals and occasionally they do a drama but it was I I don't know why that is I guess did you ever try do were you ever in the like high school plays and stuff I was I did um I did it. There was like a draw, one drama I did, and then I did some musicals. But I would also like, I w- I'm also not great at singing, so they'd make me like sing talk, which was right. not ideal. That sounds rough. <laughs> like that sounds rough to me, because that's really hard. Because especially in high school, it's yeah, like it's you want to be so good at it, and there's probably like so many talented kids that are like belting the shit out, and it's like it just deterred me from even trying for like mm-hmm. any parts. Um. Cause I was like, well, I can't sing. I can't do it. And this was like, you know, the end of like flip phones or it's like, I graduated in 2006 from high school. So it was like, you could probably make like YouTube videos then like there were like early, like YouTube viral kind of things happening then. But like, it wasn't like something that I ever considered doing, like doing comedy yeah. on my own in that way. So it wasn't until I went to Bucks and had to, take a three credit class to like keep my full-time schedule that I was like okay I'll try improv that's where I met Andrew Stanton and Rob Gentile uh two other like improvisers sketch people um from Philly who like continue to do stuff in LA and yeah I just fucking loved it so much (laughs) I felt like I was fucking like it it gave me a lot of confidence because I was like I feel like not like I was automatically like awesome at it. Obviously, like I still sucked at it so much and still have like <laughs> plenty of growing to do with comedy. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, I get it. Like I, I, it was at least something where it was like, this clicks and like, I can do a good job at this occasionally, especially with like doing stuff with like my friend Andrew and, and Rob and stuff like that. I was like, these guys have my same sense of humor. Like they totally get it too. So me and Andrew started going to Philly doing improv shows there. And then sketch, I wasn't really like, I would go see stuff at the theater, at the Shubin Theater in Philadelphia, where I'm sure you've probably talked about it on the podcast (laughs) at this point. Yeah, a little bit. Actually, I don't even know if the Shubin came that much yet. I mean, that was like where I, when I first started, I would go, Andrew and I would go do shows down there. Like our teacher, our improv teacher would like have us do shows, like random weird old shows for like retirement homes and stuff like that. Like he would book us in these crazy yeah. fucking places. But like, though, I, I forget who like booked us there originally, but 
Andrew and I went down, I think we were just like looking up improv or sketch in Philly, went down there, saw some shows, started like doing shows there. And yeah, that's where I saw you guys. That's where I saw like uh, Secret Pants doing stuff. That was such a huge inspiration for me too. Cause I was like, okay, these guys are like really putting so much work into it and they're so funny. And like seeing you doing it, being like, okay, like girls are doing this stuff. Like, you know, like women are doing this stuff. This is super encouraging. Oh, stop. But go you on. And like, like you and like <laughs> Mary Radzinski, even though she's yeah. doing like stand up, which wasn't, I knew was like not my flavor, but I was like, she was so funny and yeah. she was like just hanging and doing it and having a good time, you know? So it's like seeing you guys, especially, and kind of seeing like Rare Bird show, like a yeah. improv group with uh, Alexis Simpson. Uh, yeah, that got me really like into it. And then we would go to, I forget the name of the show, but it was like, you could show up at the Shubin, have a script, have like four scripts and pick people from the audience and be like- Oh yeah, Sketch Up or Shut Up was sketch the, up or at, shut the, up. at the Shubin. And now they yeah. call it uh, Sketch You Bader, but it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. Same thing. So that, I went to that kind of hoping to get picked by somebody. And that's where I met Madonna, Madonna now uh, Madonna Refugia who was like, literally walked up to me and was like, can you read? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay, so you're going to be in my sketch and it's going to, so that's how I met Madonna and started doing uh, Manny Petty. Like yeah. we like, we read the sketch, it went pretty well. Um, and then started hanging out with like, you know, just started hanging out and doing sketch together with like an all female comedy group, yeah. Manny Petty writing like, just America's worst sketches in the world. <laughs> Super prop heavy, no direction whatsoever, no like reading about how sketch comedy works, just like hanging out, being like, this is an idea that I had. Mostly like just hanging out and getting drunk and then going to the Shubin and getting drunk and like, yeah, this you know, because we're, like yeah. we're like 22, we're like 23, somewhere around there, going to like festivals and shit, just like traveling, like it was so cool. It, it was, I just loved it so much. And then, yeah, that, sorry, it's such a fucking long answer to your one That's question. okay. How did I get into comedy? I just <laughs> have been obsessed with it forever and like finally got the guts to do it when somebody forced me to do it. <laughs> you had to take those three credits. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I really did. I mean, I would have really wanted to, but I think I would have been scared. Like I was dating this dude at the time who sucked and he was like, really judgmental of me Oof. even taking improv like he was like he was like what do you want to be like tina fey like I re i'll i'll re that's like burned into my brain yeah, like yeah of course i want to be yeah, tina like, fey I we do. all want to like, be yeah. tina fey i mean a super successful person who's like well respected in her field doing yeah. what she likes uh, as a job that makes her money like yeah you know i was like but at the time i was like well i don't know but i still continue to do it despite him like pretty being pretty disparaging about it the whole time and never <laughs> once I think he went to one show of mine mm. once over like you know years of going out so it was like literally just like people you know some you get people who like are want to stop you from doing something because it's like kind of brave to do it I think like yeah, to try yeah. you know to put yourself out there artistically and it's like you gotta just just do it. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs>
so what what is your current prop and costume situation? What what kind yeah. of size are we looking at? What's the storage? <laughs> okay, so I I'm in a one bedroom apartment in L.A. So like when we were when Jess and I were both on sketch teams at the at UCB at the same time it was definitely more like there would be like revolving props and costumes throughout. <laughs> now it's really streamlined down to like, and talk about like those Tupperware, like storage container yeah, looking yeah. things. So I have like an under the bed one that okay. has a, a couple of gems. I've got a kind of a bigger bucket looking one. That's like combined with our Halloween decorations. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty streamlined. Like we've got it down, but just out of necessity, like we couldn't yeah. fit anything else. I would love to jam more in, but Jessica's very, she's the one who's like, she's, she's reasonable. She's like, about we got to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, but I use that. Like, I mean, you'll fucking see the prop I have. Like, it's, <laughs> I need to, but like back, back when I was first starting sketch, I was living out of my mom and dad's house. So I would, in particular, I mean, this is kind of, I love to rant about this, but I, I had a sketch that was called Food Fight that was like about a woman eating surf and turf. And then <laughs> we would like, in it was like a view kind of split the stage. Like it was Aubrey Williams eating surf and turf on one side. And then it was supposed to be the view from her stomach and it was the food coming in. <laughs> yeah. So they were the, like these big elaborate cardboard costumes that I had made for like a lobster and a steak. Yeah. And then I had her eat breakfast or excuse me, birthday cake. Okay. So the birthday cake comes in <laughs> and all the food is like fighting in her stomach. And she's yeah. like, Oh, my stomach like is hurting over here. But more it, the idea of it is so stupid. It was more like the spectacle of it. These yeah. huge elaborate cardboard costumes. And I fucking had those in my parents' like attic for a little while until I was eventually like, all right, I gotta break these down and just throw them out. I just worked so hard on making them for like this four I, minute sketch. You know? That's part of the problem too. When you go, oh, I spent so much time on these, and sometimes yeah. like a like a thing like that will look so good that you're just like, well, I can't just get rid of this. It looks I great, I and I spent time on it, and it was like kind of a lot of money with the paint and all of that. Like, yes. And just hours spent on. Yeah, yeah. I would so I had for the for the lobster foam on the front with like a face hole in it. Like I be like and I sewed that using an enormous needle, sewed it into oh, hand the cardboard. Yeah. Oh my into god. Into the cardboard like the yeah. shell that I had like painted red and like folded up to look like a shell. It looked pretty good. Like that was like the fun of it too, I guess, really. You know, I'm like I went to school for art. I'm like like to do crafty shit yeah Just and there's fun always to that... do it wasn't like a total chore or something but yeah and it's the fun cool. of having sort of that magic trick on like yeah. for a sketch like that was always a thing that like secret pants and goat rodeo like really did a lot where we were just like okay well let's just kind of blow the audience's mind with what yeah. kind of costume or prop we're gonna bring in for this dumb <laughs> yeah. sketch and even if right. it's a, a stupid sketch it works because it's so elaborate yeah at, on at, uh, you know the other side of that coin is you can make a sketch funny if you if your prop is like a hat or something you know yeah. like you can have like a minimalist sketch and yes, not can. need all of this bullshit but like it's like I don't know I I think it was just really fun to do, it was really fun to do ones that like surprised the audience with how yeah. crazy it was like if you're at the fucking Latage another Philly venue that we would go to all the time 
the which is basically like so teeny it's like yeah <laughs> you know and there's like a bar off on the side and like yeah, there's really no backstage not really a backstage area. they would sort of set up a curtain so it's like if you're fucking busting out this crazy sketch of Latage, <laughs> like it was kind of like that would get a laugh on its own but yeah. then you know you have to weigh is it worth yeah <laughs> is it worth hauling this shit from yeah you know bucks get, county yeah getting it there is always like Dude. a big chore and then you have to park like five blocks away and carry these and things down the street it, yeah and walk with it we did at connie's rick rack we did the food fight sketch and i was just like i'm just parking out front and you guys gotta fucking yeah. grab this dumb <laughs> shit from my jeep cherokee at the time oh, oh my man <laughs> uh, oh so what oh, what did you bring today let's okay. see it. it's it's rather small but i i picked okay. it because it's stupid okay that's what i love i love stupid. everything stupid i just got this nice plastic lobster that you okay. would see like in like a supermarket or something yeah like that. and this is like this i picked in particular because it doesn't really fit into halloween no. But we still have it. There's yeah. no purpose that it serves other than what I used it for in the sketch. I just have a fucking plastic lobster in my house and I put it into storage under my bed and it doesn't see the light of day. It's yeah. just there taking up space. <laughs> and what what was this used for? Okay, so it was used for a sketch called uh that I wrote that i looked up i opened up celtics which is like the you know like the script, the script writing yeah script writing program that alone opening that fucking browser in my browser made yeah. me like so nostalgic <laughs> i hadn't opened this script since 2016 so i probably oh, wow. performed it around 2016 and it's called sailors think women are sea creatures and it's like that whole thing of like you know how people I think this is sort of a commonly known thing where it's like sailors would see like manatees or something like that and they would think like oh that's a mermaid yeah like that was the seed of the whole thing whereas like these sailors women come over to flirt with them and they're like hey looking good and they're like stop trying to trick me you sea <laughs> creature we know you're all fish we're on to you kind of shit and they just like kind of get in a back and forth about like Oh, you sexy fish. Yeah, walk <laughs> away, walk away, just like a fish to walk away, like that kind of stupid shit. And so it was like this. I had like other fish props. This is just like the best one, I think. You know, I had a little octopus, got a little like all kinds of little sea creatures. We were gonna do the sketch with a with a octopus, like of from like a supermarket. Like we were like gonna a real go, like, one. Yeah, we were gonna go like for the for the button like for the thing you know for the kind of thing at the end and like somebody was gonna like not make out with it but kind of like rub <laughs> it all over their face talk about like yeah that's stupid that's shit. dedication yeah it's dedication yeah like but <clears throat> this is literal yeah waste. see that's that's yeah but you know you saved a lobster's life by having a prop lobster instead of a yeah. real lobster in your sketch that's right i was and i was kind of a dead octopus but and a dead we octopus. did perform the sketch once didn't use any live any like actual okay. creatures um it went pretty well it went pretty well <laughs> and what was this lobster's role was it like a meal or was it 
uh, like hitting on the pirate the so it's like uh okay first of all this fucking the sketch is stupidly involved because it's set in ancient (laughs) greece so we're all dressed in like togas and shit so i mean i literally have the sketch like i don't want to read it and embarrass myself i guess but it's like it's here and it's just like sailors like hauling in a net is how it opens up okay um and then two women come over and they're just like hey you guys look really good fishing out there like you know poseidon must have been totally smiling on you you have so many fish like saying kind of like in a flirtatious way that you caught a lot of fish and that's attractive to these (laughs) ancient grecian women i guess Um, that would be attractive though yeah they're yeah they're capable of like hunting and gathering yeah um so like they're they kind of like ignore the girls they're like okay well you don't the girls are like okay you don't have to be rude about it it's like we're just trying to say hello and they're like we're not being rude okay we've been sailors long enough to know that every time we see a beautiful woman she turns out to be a manatee you know like yeah. a, it's kind of whatever shit it goes on and on it's dumb it's dumb dude it's really dumb <laughs> the sketch went really well you know it's all that's how good acted it. but yeah. you only performed it once one time Sam. okay and that one was time. in that was six years ago 2000 and 2016 16? yeah yeah okay. it was a yeah uh-huh and what so you, this is just being stored so this one's being stored in the under the bed toe uh-huh yeah okay. that's where i put it yeah because uh-huh. it's like <laughs> it doesn't quite fit in the halloween bucket why why have you held on to this for mental so illness mental, mental illness. illness okay yeah i think i i think i was just like i spent money on it it's such a specific thing may yeah. i ask around how much because that always I mean, kind not of factors a lot, in okay not a okay lot. i just wonder I, I try to with stuff like with sketch like you know with wigs props whatever if i can't get it for free from somebody else like borrow it then i'm trying not to spend very much money on yeah, it. Yeah. i'm sure it was less than ten dollars okay. okay yeah yeah uh, what what is it though about this that kind of makes you go i should probably get rid of this like what why did you bring it here to, uh, because it's a waste of fucking space like, <laughs> it's le- it wouldn't be a huge loss to get rid of it if it, it's it, if it's less than ten dollars yeah what does it matter to me to throw it away yeah you know uh, uh yeah, yeah yeah okay okay uh have you moved with this prop no okay that's the thing is like when we moved from like suburbs of philly to los angeles not a lot of stuff came with okay. us so it was like just out of sheer like necessity that we couldn't move with a ton of props yeah. and stuff we probably had wigs like i bet we had wigs from sketch but not like a ton not not yeah. a ton came with us and specifically not this guy this was an LA purchase. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you think you would do this sketch again? I don't think so, man. I don't think okay. anybody would. I, I think it's I think the sketch is so dumb <laughs> that it there's just so much that you have to like know about it. Like there's so much that it has to be like you have to establish that it's ancient Greece and that they're yeah. fishing. Yeah, it does feel like a, a lot of setup. So much setup. The payoff 
is not worth the fucking setup, right? Yeah. Like it, it does. It takes so much for the audience to even catch up with what's going on. To be like, oh, we're in ancient Greece, and these guys are. Yeah. To and, and you need. Did you have like a net, and you had you had the togas yeah. and stuff? So we had yeah, nets this and is togas. a lot of props for this. Involved. Sketch. It's involved. Okay. It's, it's very involved. Yeah. Yeah. The sketch went okay. Yeah. It went well. I feel like you said the sketch went well before, oh God, and now you're so, going to okay, and then like in a minute you're going to be so like, deflated. Totally well, because, no, I mean, because <laughs> I've been in sketches that have bombed, and it yeah. certainly wasn't like that bad. It was good. It was like well received, but it's just like, I think that it's tough when you have like a super high concept idea. Yeah. That you have to convey so much information so quickly. That like maybe that's why like such elaborate like costumes and sketches. It kind of needed stuff like to that. have that so that it way needs you could to have place that it. to even yeah. relay the idea like visually. You have to be able to like get the idea in seconds that they're like ancient fishermen. Yeah. But they're also speaking in sort of like a anachronistic way where like the women are like being flirtatious and being like, wow, you're like totally good fisherman kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like confusing as shit right off yeah. the bat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's not like I don't think I would perform it again. I I might like do it as a little web comic or something like that, but like even then, you know. For for who? For yeah. who? What um <laughs> if somebody me, who what what audience is itching for this? You know, like a fucking group of like what like paleontologists yeah. not like you know like or like academic people who like yeah. start, like you know historians oh, that was the way it was right back then. sure oh. they did yeah. it's like nobody fucking cares nobody cares do you think you you might write another lobster themed sketch i mean this would also work in that other manny petty sketch where somebody's eating lobster that you wouldn't yes. have to keep buying new actual lobster you can have a fake lobster we did have a fake lobster for that food fight sketch that aubrey was eating i think it was also made out of cardboard (laughs) and looked like shit this would have been better you know yeah better um yeah i could plausibly do a sketch with like see that's the thing is like since quarantine i haven't performed any sketch at all yeah it's like it's been tough yeah like i i I don't know. It's like, uh, and it's not even like there aren't like opportunities. Like theaters are like sort of coming, like opening back up out here, and I probably could perform a sketch or, or like shoot one. I guess I've shot some, but like not ones that I've written. In. Like I've been in other people's sketches yeah. that they've shot, but like, yeah, dude, I can't see myself using this <laughs> okay. in the near future. In, in the near, near future, future okay. you know. Okay, if someone for some reason broke into your house and Uh had stolen this before the podcast would you have noticed i mean probably not i didn't think about it until you asked me about the podcast i was like well i know i have some useless shit around here so but yeah no it would have been it's kind of out of sight out of mind okay Mm -hmm. so i don't (sighs) i'm dreading where this is going yeah no and i'm gonna 
I see. I it doesn't take up a lot of room, which is the part of me yeah, that's kind of going. Huge. Maybe you should keep this because it's not very big. It doesn't take up a lot of room. It feels very generic, so it could be used in a variety of things, even if it's not like the main prop. Like if you're yeah. just setting up a fancy restaurant. Sure. But it seems like you don't care about this prop, <laughs> and you kind of want someone to tell you to get rid of it. So I'm going to say that you should not keep this prop. I think you're right. This is a <laughs> successful intervention. <laughs> Truly like, you know, it's like a nice little fake lobster. I, 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 I don't know if I could bring myself to like put it in a trash bag and throw I it away. I wouldn't see, I never do that. Like I would never recommend yeah. just throwing it out. I would donate it to at least to a thrift store or if yes. a theater or something could also possibly yeah. use something like this and put it in there if they have prop storage the, like maybe... in la in la i could there, we have like a dumpster out by the sidewalk i could <laughs> i leave anything there and within a day it's gone you know somebody yeah. will take it and use it like yeah furniture anything yeah so so i wouldn't just throw <laughs> him out or if there's like a seafood restaurant you like, like maybe you could just give it place to them. it on the ledge. <laughs> yeah, just leave if it I there. walked into a restaurant, I was like, "Excuse me, I'm sorry. Do you guys need this?" And they were just like, if "You, you got to go. We're calling the police." No, I think they'd love it. Like an old kitschy seafood restaurant, and they just th put it in a net. Yeah, I feel like I could go into a kitschy restaurant, leave it, and then yeah. nobody would notice that it's there. That feels like a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe that's an option as well. So that way you yeah. kind of like give him another life by leaving him somewhere. That's, that's fun. That makes me feel better. That makes me yeah. feel better. Giving him, sending him off to a farm where he could run and play. Seafood <laughs> <It's a laughs> restaurant. Rather than just throwing him out. Yeah, don't just throw him out. You have to make sure he gets a second life. But I don't think you need to hold on to this. I feel like no. if you ever are in a situation where you need another lobster in like 10 years, you, you could just buy could one. just get another one. Yeah. 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 But there's probably not a reason for you to need no. this yeah, yeah i gotta throw it out that's the thing is like i hate wasting stuff right yeah. like that's like that's a whole part of it is like especially like the borrowing element of it is yeah. nice because it's not like you're uh um you're not creating a new one or uh, yeah like, i don't yeah. want to just like fill a landfill but then i go yeah. buy a plastic lobster and i'm just like complicit yeah <laughs> so it's yeah it's yeah. a tough balance yeah <laughs> this is dumb as shit i'm gonna get rid of it okay. i'm gonna get rid of it okay yeah thank you for this you're welcome this has been really cathartic this is like <laughs> really helpful and now see i told you so now like you i think you already knew that you should get rid of this but hearing yeah. someone else tell you is, is it, usually it helpful. confirms it it really yeah. it really solidifies it like it's not just because there's so many things that i own that are is that are so dumb yeah and you know i say even saying it out loud what i use this for and having it helps yeah <laughs> it's like therapy this is yeah therapy, and it's dude. giving it's giving it sort of another little he got a, another little show in him you know yeah and it also makes me look back and be like okay i've improved as a sketch writer yeah like this was bad before. Not that it was like so bad that I'm like humiliated by it or anything. Yeah, like that. but it, yeah, we're Just always the improving. Idea, you know, like I, I think the idea and the execution of it could have been better. Yeah. 
and that's a good thing to <laughs> to admit and I've to grown. realize I've yeah grown. yeah <laughs> Okay, so we're going to move on to the second segment of the show called Should I Keep This? And <laughs> I'm going to give you uh, one of my dumb props that I've been holding on to. I cannot wait. And you can tell me whether or not I should keep it. So I'm it so is a child size uh-huh. hoodie pajamas. Wow, God, yeah. that's good. And Full the theme hoodie. is? The theme is sports. It's, um, yeah, there's, uh, like a football and a baseball, soccer ball on here. It says all-star MVP on it. Yeah. It's a bunch of stars on it. It's, uh, like fleecy material. It's a Cherokee brand from Target. Uh, size youth large. It says 10 slash 12. So, uh, and you jammed yourself into this. I did jam myself into this. It's yeah. got little stars on the feetsies. How did it fit? Would it? Could you ever conceivably wear it for? I it comfort? didn't fit bad. I I honestly because you're petite, like you could fit into this. Yeah, and that's kind of why I bought it so I could <laughs> fit into it. But I it was a while ago. So this was used in a secret pants sketch called "How Much Would You Pay," and it was um both live and video and the this these pajamas were used in the video portion and i played a child uh being kidnapped in a video so i had this on i was tied to a chair and i had a uh a a pillowcase over my head and uh the live portion of the sketch was like a couple kind of crying and a uh uh, an FBI agent comes in and is like, oh, we got a tape from the kidnapper. So we'll have to see what this is. And it starts oh. and the kidnapper's <laughs> voice is all distorted. And it's how much would you pay to get your son back? Is it 50,000, 100,000? What if I told you, you could get your son back for $9,999. <laughs> and then it turns into an infomercial where That's he's great. going, if you if you do this act right now, I'm going to throw in today's edition of the New York Times. And there goes into testimonials funny, and all dude. of these things. And the, the parents actually get very excited and they're they're all really right. it's really like a game it. show they're like yeah yeah oh okay, wow there's great. more so yeah and then so we did end up shooting the live portion uh as well i played the mother in the mother and the son in the sketch that's that's yeah. movie magic isn't it isn't yeah it? so i only wore this for the video portion so that like we did perform the sketch like at the pit in new york and at the schubin theater um, how'd it do how'd it do it did well this I was bet. A, this was a fun it sounds sketch. good it's like it a has, sim- like a straightforward yeah i just like people get it yeah and it has a lot of energy like the, yeah. the video it's very goofy and stupid and yeah. it's shot like any kind of like any kind of yeah like the because in the inherent in energy of the infomercial is so excited yeah. so it's like of course you're gonna get people like riled up and yeah. it starts so dark i yeah. think that it's like it's a nice relief kind of yeah like, that it just good. turns really stupid yeah yeah and uh when I, great. T- when I took this out of the closet I had assumed I had worn it in other sketches because it's just such a simple thing yeah and it, you know like you walk out on stage and it's like oh you're obviously a kid you don't have to like establish anything yeah. but when I looked at the feats they're like pristine and I feel like if I wore these at a theater they would have immediately dirt like smudge on them right yeah yeah completely so i 
don't know. This was in 2009 that we did this sketch. Do you think so, you just washed it and then it like came out perfectly? I can't imagine. I have to wash my like I, I, I sketch shows, dude. Yeah. I'm so sweaty. And it is flea, so maybe I did, but I still feel like it would have like would have gotten dirtier or something yeah so i I don't, I don't know if i ever wore these again but they seem like such a simple thing to hold on to so i don't what what do you think should i keep this i would say keep it if you had ever worn it for to be like god it's freezing i'm gonna wear my police <laughs> but since you never for, had that inclination like for a yeah i yeah i've never done it for personal reasons and yeah. full disclosure since i've did this sketch i bought a pair of adult vintage footy pajamas they're like striped green pajamas like cute ones for... yeah and they're they're just like vintagey looking and they actually have like a butt like a working butt flap in them like i Hell i yeah. haven't actually used the butt flap when i wear them but that's something i do wear like if there's a snow but it sure is funny if you're going to like get coffee and then have to walk past your husband <laughs> yeah like it's but like I'll show Jess my butt every now and then just for fun. <laughs> so to have a flap to help do that. Yes, you can actually do full all on butt. Yeah, it'd just be like, what? Yeah. My what is that? Oh, you know, like <laughs> stupid, some stupid shit like that. So that I have genuinely worn. If there's like a big snowstorm, that's what I'm wearing. Like I'm yeah. trying to be like a snowed in idiot. So like. I do own other footy pajamas, but they look more, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I don't or... think this theme resonates with you in your, in your day-to-day -day life as much, yeah. right? So I can't move this into my day-to-day -day life, but am I going to use this in a sketch again? I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like it's, it's kind of like your lobster could your where new, it could work. Could your new something. footy pajamas work for the same purpose? I guess so. They're just they're not like as childlike. Cute. I see, they're, I see. Yeah, they're just not as childlike. So that's the only thing. But do I need that much of a heavy lift? Yeah. Like of coming out on stage where you're like, oh, okay, that's a kid in sports pajamas as opposed to, oh, that's a kid in striped pajamas. Like At what? this point, I feel like if I had to get somebody to play a kid, I would ask, mm, there are like so many like i feel like i would ask a younger sketch person yeah. i would just be like hey <laughs> um I, although that is fun like the older i get doing you know it's like anything you do like the older you get doing sketch it's like certain things <laughs> i don't know like you used to like slap on a mustache if we had to play whatever some kind of adult man or something but like I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I am too like tall, I think, to ever yeah. have been the one playing the kid in any yeah. given scene. And I'm so little. So it's always like, that's it. Like, okay, yeah. you're the kid. Yeah. So that's why I kind of held on to them because I feel like I could play a kid, but I'm also 41 years old. So yeah. like, should I be right. playing the kid? This is what's, this is what I'm considering here. <laughs> Plus 2012, you said was when the sketch was performed? 2009. 2009. Like a, okay. a kid born on the day that I bought these footy pajamas. Could fit them. They, I don't even know if, I think they'd be too big. They'd grown out. The, the kid has you have grown to, out. You, I think you might have to give these to 
like a thrift store or something okay. let a let a you large boy enjoy them okay <laughs> and that's all oh, the other thing is like it's it's so true like size. a kid that size wouldn't want something that juvenile looking right <laughs> right like so. unless he's like a guy with like like a like a five-year-old with like a pituitary issue <laughs> <laughs> like it's so large for so it's so stupid looking yeah yeah somebody might like it for the same exact reason where it's like yeah because feety pajama it's like it's it's like silly and fun so yeah. maybe an older kid would like it to be like ironically and be like I'm wearing these, this yeah. silly fun thing. Yeah. If I don't know, do kids enjoy irony anymore? I I don't know. I haven't I checked up either. on the kids. <laughs> don't know what a single kid likes. Yeah. And it's probably I I feel like I just go with the opposite of whatever I'm thinking. I you know. Anything? Yeah, yeah. I just assume that yeah. anything I would say, a kid would find dumb as shit. You're like no I don't like any of that <laughs> I guess yeah I think that's a thrift store time for that okay since all right and you and like I'm also at it's a just the, where... the length of time there should be like an equation right it should be like x is the length of time that you've had that you've had it without using it yeah you know and then like multiply that by the the odds of you performing another sketch where you're a kid yeah and in, i feel like in I've, the next like five years yeah and i i don't know if it's because of the pandemic or what like i like i haven't done sketch you know like in a while because a lot of sketch because of the pandemic but then yeah. like i'm also like am i am i going to do sketch on the same level that i was doing it before right like, do you, does it will you do enough sketch to like necessitate such a extensive collection wardrobe, you know yeah. yeah yeah i wish like i mean it's hard now but i i really do wish that there was some similar thing in philly where it was just like you know a thrift store specifically for sketch people who were like yeah this is what i need but it would be like nobody would organize it it would be a oh, fucking mess right away <laughs> you know what i mean like it would be bad because it'd be run by all sketch people it's just a no, thrift I feel store. like yeah i don't know the thrift okay. store already is that thing yeah all right yeah you're right i think it's time because it's fun it's a really fun sketch to like remember and be like yeah, yeah. that was great but yeah yeah i but I, I also only did this in the video segment like even if we did it live again it's just playing the video so right I don't. I so don't you need really this. don't need it. Yeah, you really right. don't need. It. I don't need it because I think that that sketch is still good. I think that that yeah. could still do well for an audience, and it would be, it would go over great. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get rid of this. All right. Is it too? Is it a weird time to drop this off at the thrift store since it's so toasty and like, <laughs> like an well, out of season? Well, now's the time when you go, and now yeah. you get you get all of your warm weather clothes now. Yeah. Although it's just get you know it's so it's in LA it's hot as fucking hell. Like I feel like yeah. I, I'd get like one day. So you, there's about a month where you're like, oh, it's so cold, and like none of the apartments built here before like. Oh, yeah. 2000 are like equipped to handle any change in temperature whatsoever because mo for the most part it's 70 degrees here like it's between like 70 and 80 degrees here but then there's like i remember when we first moved here i was here with uh, rob gentilly another guy who started in philly comedy and then came out to la 
And he came over to my house in like uh, January or February or something. And we were like hanging out, making cookies and inside my house, both wearing our coats and hats because <laughs> we we're just freezing cold. And our apartment is not insulated. It's like yeah. not made to contain heat at all. Right. Yeah. And it was like built in like 1920, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah we we're just hanging out like this is <laughs> turning on the oven just yeah. to have something to warm us up yeah oh so yeah that i mail wouldn't, these that footy I wouldn't pajamas? need footy pajamas honestly i would love to wear footy pajamas <laughs> i think they sound cozy the only thing is i mean oh even even if they had a butt flap here's the thing i'd be scared that i would get pee on it yeah i i have not actually used i would never flap. functionally use yeah. it it would be it, like it's that's, too, it's that's too nerve-wracking like for prospectors who had to go yeah. pee out in a in a like right like yeah. out in the woods or something like yeah, where you or, couldn't expose your arms because right. it was just too cold like a little bathroom with like a door with a half moon carved yeah in it or something. <laughs> that's what i imagine who uses the butt flap practically yeah yeah, or if you're like extreme hiker or something, <laughs> like if you're on the show alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you watched that? No, I have not. It's really, it's really good and nerve wracking, and bad. It's bad, bad. show because it's like people are putting themselves in a lot of harm's way for like half a half a million dollars, which yeah. is a lot of money. But it's like, what's your life worth? You yeah, know, is is point? it really like a lot of They're money? Like, it's only really a half country. a million. Right, right. But it would, you know, it's really sad because you see how much how little money would solve so many people's every yeah. single problem oh god you know yeah it's a great show it's a great show <laughs> i'll have to check that out <laughs> and somebody on a loan could use it yeah so you should <laughs> they gotta go to a thrift store to bring it back. <sighs> all right so i think we oh, yeah. we've uh we've got how do you feel dent. about it do you feel I think, good i think i'm fine with it because i did like you it's said not, yourself the video element has it already so it's like yeah you did get your use out of it and i already i have another pair of footy pajamas so i don't need two pairs of footy and i don't really like these that much that i would wear them on a snowy day truly if the pattern was cuter i would tell you to keep them yeah like if it was like i don't know space themed or yeah something, you know, something that's just like more that resonates with me yeah or you me know. i'm not a sports person no no i don't watch basketball or soccer and yeah. i only really go to the phillies games because of the fanatic so i it's like it's honest the fanatic fucking rules he's right? so funny oh, i love the fanatic i love the philly fanatic <laughs> i was looking for a phillies t-shirt just the fanatic on it and it's all talk about youth sizes yeah. dude it's all kids shirts <laughs> yeah and i used to be able to like pull off a kid shirt like i could do like a youth xl but it would be like kind of tight, but now it's like, I'd fully Hulk out of it. I'm sure <laughs> I would like really rip that thing in half. Yeah. It's kind of not fair that they don't make those in adult sizes. Like I they know love the fanatic. everyone loves the fanatic. Like there's, do they, don't they make gritty shit now? Like they, they do. Make... There are, there's a bunch of gritty stuff. You should make fanatic stuff. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. We, we need to sign like a petition. Yeah, yeah. Well, just make our own bootleg shit. Or <laughs> millions. Yeah, there's it's a whole untapped market. So we get market. a cease and desist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. 
All right. Well, that's our next, that's the next time we talk on the, on zoom. That's what we're going to okay. be Okay. We're going to, yeah, we're going to design our Yes. I like it. <laughs> so do I, do you, uh, what would you like to plug? How do people find you? I guess just on Instagram, Kate drawing stuff. Um, although I don't draw as much stuff anymore, but if you scroll down, you can see all of my drawings. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, but I'll like post any kind of like sketch thing that I am doing on there. And uh, yeah, I guess until theaters, like, I don't know, I haven't done any live sketch lately, so I have yeah. none to plug, but I did shoot a video with my last UCB group clapback. That was really fun. Yeah. And uh, so go look at that on my Instagram. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on my show. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. This was like the absolute best. And I truly could talk about sketch forever. Like, yeah. And I, I could just uh, sit here and pull things out of the closet for somebody cancels well. on you last minute. Text okay. me. Be like, hey, do you want to <laughs> do this again? Because I will okay. probably say yes. Okay. Just okay, have good. one I prop ready to go. I they're all over my stoop my house, dude. Like they're all <laughs> they're everywhere. I could easily do it. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye, listeners. Bye. I love you. And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to actually see the items that we're discussing, you can follow the show at Should I Keep This Pod on Instagram, where I post pictures from each episode. And if you dream of owning your own out-of-control prop collection, the best place to start is by taking classes at Crossroads Comedy. They have online and in-person classes in sketch, improv, and stand-up. So just head over to xroadscomedy.com to sign up. Thanks again for listening, and I'll have a new show for you in two weeks. See you then.